0: Mississippi Crop Situation Podcast featuring the Crop Doctors. Good morning again from the Mississippi Road Crop Short Course in Startville. Tom and I are here with another one of our platinum sponsors for the meeting this week Advanced Drainage Systems. Ms. Darla Huff. Is here and then Mr. Michael Meyerhofer. Did I get that right, Michael? Yes, sir. So we just met Michael. I've known Darla for a number of years. She's had a variety of jobs <laughs> in the time since I've known her. But Darla's originally from the neighborhood, so won't you just tell folks just a little bit about who you are and and where you are now?
1: All right, I was not born into the ag space. That's for sure. Uh, my husband got his Ph.D. in agronomy, and um, somehow after I got my mba from state i um got pulled over to corteva to work in their marketing department and i've kind of been an aggie ever since started mainly especially special you and i worked together the most was um working in those rice herbicides and then worked a little bit in seed um with mycogen before it became Bravant. and then ads called and wanted me to come and run this ag business and i told them i don't know a thing about drain tile i don't know a thing about pipe it's <laughs> you know ag you'll figure it out so here i am now in Ohio. Oh, so you're in Ohio now? Mm-hmm. Okay. Ooh. Where our headquarters is. We're
2: in Ohio. Columbus. Oh, Okay. I lived in Worthington for a while.
1: Oh, I'm in Powell. So, yeah, okay. I'm right there.
2: Long, long, long time ago when Worthington was nothing uh, but farm fields. Y'all
0: speak English because nobody knows. What you're Worthington
2: about. would be about 10 miles outside of Columbus. I know where Ohio is. It's a, it's a <laughs> decent. Columbus, geographically uh, speaking, is essentially in the center of the state. And I've, I'm not. I don't remember which direction. I won't even say that because I left there when I was in like the third grade. I think, if I'm not mistaken, if maybe maybe may been before that. I think it, no. I think that's right. I finished third grade. And we moved to Akron, Ohio, or as my father likes to refer to it, the Planet Akron, because there's really not much in Akron beyond Goodyear.
0: <laughs> Tom always likes it when he finds common ground with somebody that's from.
2: Yankee land. Yeah. We'll just call it Yankee That's land. Nice. But I was a, being nice. There's yeah. a reason yes. I don't live there anymore. It's way too cold.
1: Very cold. Took me from the freaking Gulf of Mexico out of Louisiana. Put me all the way in Ohio.
0: All right. So advanced drainage systems, you mentioned tiles. We don't think about tiles that much for our geography. So why don't y'all just take a few minutes and, and tell folks what y'all do and, and the services that y'all offer.
3: Yep. So ADS actually manufactures the plastic tubing that goes into drainage so what we're trying to do is prove concept down here in the south so we know what it does in the midwest uh, what it does for yield benefits those kinds of things we're trying to prove that same concept down here but to answer your question we we manufacture the pipe from four inch all the way up to 60 inch single wall dual wall and triple wall
2: well the one thing you mentioned before we started was that ads deals not just with drain tile or drainage, but that you all want to consider a holistic water management approach. Can you touch on a little bit of that for for our listeners?
1: Absolutely. So coming from the rice market, one of the things that intrigued me as soon as I started at ADS was I can pull water off of a field. Can I put it back on? And so, which you can, you can subsurface irrigate through drain tile. Um, So one of the things we're wanting to do down here, the more I've looked, there's no research in drainage in the South at all i can't find any university data um and so whenever i'm looking at the delta and i'm looking at riceland and you know everybody tells me you can't drain sharky clay sharky clay won't drain um we have a trial in stoneville right now that is actually proving otherwise that sharky clay will drain so because in the midwest and their their soil types they can have spacings you know they it used to be 60 feet now they're bringing it down to 40s and 30s they're splitting it because they're seeing the yield bump you can get up to a 30 percent yield bump in corn and beans um with drain towel down here because of those clays you're going to have to have closer spacings of the tile lines so because of that to get the most out of your roi we are trying to also go ahead and um, integrate that subsurface irrigation system into it so therefore you're getting the you're draining the crops that you want when you have too excess water but you're able to put the water back on when you don't have enough so I, people forget that water is all about timing um, and the timing, when you can control the time of the water, you can control a lot more. It's one less thing that you're pulling your hair out about at night as a farmer.
3: Yeah, so what we're trying to essentially do, to Darla's point, is the traditional way of drainage is just getting rid of all the moisture, the excess moisture. Down here, because the spacing and how tight your clays are, you're actually be able to check multiple boxes. So you'll be able to get rid of the excess moisture in the spring to increase your planting date, possibly even by three weeks earlier to plant. And then once the uh, growing season begins, you'll be able to do drainage water management by putting control structures in or even subsurface irrigation. So we're not just trying to get rid of excess moisture, but we're actually trying to put water back on and really boost up your yields. And you'll be able to to do that just because of how tight your soil actually is. You won't have to retrofit the actual design.
1: Right, and the other things that we're looking at, so from a funding perspective for farmers, um, there is governmental dollars, you know, out there in so many different spots. There's a lot of money um, If for water management. It's just kind of – it's difficult to find right now. And so part of what we're doing as we're expanding the business is trying to make that avenue easier for farmers so that they can see not only are they going to get the financial benefit from the yield, but you also get the financial benefit from um, doing a water management practice that is advantageous. Uh, we do water recycling. We do water storing. There's so many different ways – that you can do, <clears throat> that you can store, handle your water depending on what you have going on in your farm.
0: I'm a little slow. Explain the subsurface irrigation. Is it, well, you've got to catch that water somewhere because if you're draining the field, you're not going to need to irrigate it Yeah, in the very, very near future. So are we drain moving water off the field through the subsurface tile? And then collecting it to be used at a later date—is that the the system that you're describing?
3: Yes. So there, let me, I'll back up a little bit first. Okay. So, <clears throat> essentially, what we're trying to do is create a sponge. So if you think of your ground as a sponge, when you incorporate subsurface drainage, the traditional sense, it's as if your sponge just keeps getting contracted. So the ground still, or the sponge is going to still stay moist, but it's not going to be saturated. So while you're squeezing it, you get a rain event that ground can absorb that moisture. Otherwise, if you didn't have that, you might have surface runoff. So that's traditional sense. The second part part when you do subsurface irrigation is you're using that same system. In the, in the Midwest, we might have to retrofit to make the tighter spacing to utilize you know, water being dispersed subsurface. But being that you have your tighter clays, your system, the traditional sense system, still going to be set up for subsurface irrigation. So what we'll have to do is find a water source, whether that's a, a pond or you have to drill a well, you would put that on, you're essentially putting water back in from the surface inlet at the very top of the system, and then it migrates through um, through the system, and then it's just going to be dispersed you know, under, underground. So you have to have a water source, and then you're incorporating like water management structures and that way, you can control your water table as water goes into
0: the system. So we're not necessarily recycling drainage water in every case. Correct. Correct.
3: The ideal situation, the way I'd like to see it, is if you had a pond on the ground on your piece of property, where essentially you're not getting rid of any water. Like You'd have the your, option. You'd yeah. you
0: have the option to do that. If your water
3: should never leave the ground, uh, leave your property. Yeah. Would be ideal situation. Right. But a lot of times that's not feasible, so you might have to have a well, or even if you have a pivot. You know, on on a certain piece of ground, you could always pump from that specific area.
2: And obviously, that has to be designed and structured for each location that you're talking about conducting that particular practice on. Correct.
3: Yeah, there's a lot of variables that go into it, but if the topography allows um, for the subsurface irrigation, I definitely look at it. So that's where, since it's somewhat new in this area, uh, if you're going to look at drainage in general, just the traditional, I want to get rid of my moisture. You might as well set it up to do subsurface irrigation so you don't have to retrofit it in the future
1: and a lot of people look at they look at spot tiling i have this one spot that i need to i just need a couple of lines of tile um tiling is like a tattoo it's you get you do it once and it's very addictive um so we we tell people plan as if you're going to drain your entire field and work backwards so get a design for the whole field and if you only do five acres that's fine but you don't want to put a main in that ends up being too small for the entire field if you want to grow it. So, and it's more times than not, we run into that because they wish they would have planned the whole field versus just thinking they were going to do that one spot because they start to see the benefits um, from the drainage, from a yield perspective, they want to do more and more of it. Uh, So always plan big, but start small.
3: And the nice thing is, is if you are doing, the traditional drainage you know what we're seeing and hoping to see is another 20 to 30% yield increase when you do drainage water management just utilizing control structures not not bringing water back onto the property you know you might get another 5% yield mm-hmm. increase but when you do subsurface irrigation you know you might have another 40 to 50% increase or even better so that's where if you're if you're going to go down the path of doing drainage look at subsurface irrigation at the same time
1: in, I mean, in addition to how much water they're going to save versus how they're, I mean, they, every, I don't think you can not irrigate in the Delta.
0: Very few dry land acres. I have no idea what the percentage would be, but it's the vast, vast majority is irrigated. And, it, and if it's not, it's, there's a reason why it's not. There's some limitation there that prevents it.
1: Right. So seeing how much water they're going to be able to save with a subsurface irrigation piece is another part that we're looking into.
2: Well, and as that becomes a, topic of increasing concern and it certainly has in our world because you, you look at how they've put meters on wells and all the rest of that that's certainly something I think farmers should consider
1: absolutely
0: absolutely so where can folks go to learn more about the services that y'all offer
3: the quickest easiest way is just www.adspipe.com we do have an agri- agricultural side of that um, if you're really wanting to dive into what drainage can do in your territory uh, the easiest would be kind of reach out to myself. Mm-hmm. Um, you can email me or give me a call. So uh, my contact information would just be Michael, M-I-C-H-A-E-L, period, Meyerhofer, <laughs> M-A-I-E-R-H-O-F-E-R, at adspipe.com. Because every ground, to your point earlier, every ground's a little bit differently or different. So uh, we might have to retrofit the, the design, but um, I'm very confident that drainage slash sub-irrigation will work in this area. Um, so I guess I, I challenge somebody to, to prove me wrong on that. Um, I am from the Midwest, but uh, <laughs> I have done the trial or assisted in the trials down here. And I, I'm very confident that you will have a benefit by investing in drainage.
0: Well, we appreciate y'all taking time from your morning and definitely appreciate the sponsorship for the short course. Mr. Darla, it's always good to see you sit down and visit with you, Michael. Uh, nice to meet you. So we appreciate it. thank you thanks guys we
2: appreciate the support for research trials to mississippi i think
0: that's important and
2: definitely will benefit the farmers in this state
1: really hope so
0: the mississippi crop situation podcast is a production of mississippi state university extension